0: We return yet again with another delightful S.O.V.P.O.D. Sponsored, as always, by Arby's. It is, as Oliver Reed was fond of saying, tits. Contestant number one is pretty cheesy. Contestant number two is quite the traditionalist. Number three is crispy, but also shy. Number four is modest, but knows how to have a good time. And contestant number five is mozzarella sticks. It's time to pick your two for six faves you crave. Arby's, we have the meat. Shall we get started? Sure, sure. Here, I just gotta read these messages real quick. Oh, my God. He wrote fucking... Fucking Spanish. Which I don't mind, but then I have to translate it, and then translator doesn't really work very well. So, sometimes I don't know what the fuck they're talking about.
1: Well, I mean, it's gonna get in the ballpark, Brad.
0: Um. All right. Let me do one for you. <clears throat> let me just do one for you, since uh, great. You're... And take out the names or whatever
1: names or titles, and you could take that out. All
0: right. So so let me um. Let me let me let me find this, and then I am going to. Okay. I don't speak Spanish, at all. Okay. Do you speak Spanish? Is this some
1: kind of trap to get me to say no?
0: No, I'm just asking. Like, do you, do you? No, okay. So, all right. So, I can't speak this and I translate it and I, I did and it's check it please chill it may be the quarry to get three series yeah that definitely makes fucking sense to me are
1: you sure he's speaking spanish yeah wake up beautiful the sun is shining and we are ready to get the rays of sov soaked up in our skin we are not wearing spf Anything when it comes to absorbing shot on video movies. I'm Mike Delaney. This is, of course, T-H-G-S-O-V-P-O-D. The P-O-D stands for the. That's right. The pod. Pod the. One in the same. Ubiquitous. All around us. Yeah? We're all one in the pod. And joining me now forever and always is my man with... I, I he travels internationally. He's the, the speaker of so many tongues. Uh here he is. Brad Fuzzy Navel Henderson.
0: I do have a fuzzy navel. Thanks for pointing that out. Mike?
1: <laughs> you say you say Mike like it's not my real name or as it you know what? You weaponized my name. You turned it into an insult is what you did there and I worked yeah. it out. on on the air. So I'm going to cut this part out and just cut to me dramatically saying, fuck you, Brad. Fuck you.
0: Yeah. Mike. Okay. Brad. (laughs) So what are we, what are we, uh, what are we talking about here? This, uh, this alien movie or something. Hey, look, I know you got to get back to your
1: wheeling and dealing over there. Mr. Kid stays in the picture. But we have a couple announcements here up front, okay? And uh, uh, we're we're, we're going to take our time. We're going to take our time with this. Like a like a sexy, non-specifically gendered, you know, partner. We're just going to take our time. You know what I'm saying, Brian? <laughs> you nah, know I what can, I'm saying.
0: No, I don't. I don't have no idea what the fuck we're doing. So what are we doing? We're
1: making some love to
0: the microphones. You need
1: to warm up your, like... Take an Ativan or something, like slow your heart rate down. You are pacing, sir. Are you ready right. for some announcements? All right. Yes. All, right. Yes. We go. All right. Thank you. Thank you for being on board, Brad. All right. Last week uh, was our first episode back in well over a year. And we, of course, had the running joke that uh, it was our first episode ever. We know it's not. Um, a lot of listeners sent in emails wondering if we've been on drugs or hallucinate or if they hallucinated almost lost uh, the our last
0: 18- sponsorship because of it.
1: Right. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. They, didn't find,
0: they didn't find it funny.
1: Right. But they do now, like they get it now. We took the time to apply context to the joke. You know, we live in this Twitter age, Brad, where everything's 240 characters. And, and, and even that while limited, is still double what it used to be. So I guess baby steps, but everyone's used to such truncated uh, information that they can't get jokes. And we have to explain them in these big ways in front of lawyers, you know, telling us to remove this episode from iTunes and that one from iTunes, unless we gave context to the joke. So now here we are with the court mandated next 12 episodes of T-H-E-S-O-V-P-O-D. Yeah. Anyway, um So yeah, that was a joke, and now we're making good to Arby's, who is sponsoring the show. Uh, Court-mandated sponsoring, just in name only. Like, we're just allowed to make the joke now. So Arby's is sponsoring the show. And at the end of last week's episode, we had mentioned that we are going to be watching the McPherson tape this week, and we regret to inform you that, uh, hey, you didn't do your homework, so pause right now. We're gonna do the McPherson tape when you get back. Um, I, I just wanted some some dramatic segue into the movie itself, which is the McPherson tape put out by Agfa and distributed by uh, the lovely folks at Vinegar Syndrome. Happy
0: birthday to you. Wait, Michael, wait, sh- sh- don't blow yet. I need you to stand down. Oh, it's working. Forget it. Oh, you're gonna break your neck with that. I'm gonna break your neck
1: with that. Holy shit. What
0: the hell was that? Yes. Holy shit. What the hell is that? He's got him! He shot one of them dead, it's right outside there. Are you sure it's not back there? It's well, not back there, I just took a look in there. Gotta get
1: out But um I'm hungry, Brad! Do my do wah, do do wa-wa. Do do wa do wa Hey baby, I hear the blues are calling. Toss salads and scrambled eggs.
0: Uh, you know what? So am I. So let's take a break and uh, grab our favorite snack before we watch uh, the McPherson tape, or you know, hey, eat during the movie, which is something that we like to do. Um, so I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to when I uh, very first saw. Uh, well, you know what? I didn't see the McPherson tape first. I saw the remake, which was um, what was that called? Uh, Alien abduction incident at in County Lake or Lake County. Um, I I didn't eat the food after I fixed it because I was I was scared. Now that I think about it, you we were that so weird? scared. I was scared. No, no. Uh, you know, I, for, I think for. I,
1: for that title, no. <laughs>
0: I, I think um, you know. I, I I think since time is limited on this earth, uh, time is limited in every aspect. You know, but time's
1: to, also infinite, man. Time
0: is like we have to pick and choose a the construct movies. that'll last. <sighs> yeah. No, just be quiet. Um We have to pick and choose the movies carefully. Um, you know what we want to watch you know uh, we don't want to waste our time um and we don't want to waste any more time so the best thing to do would for a limited time only (laughs) grab that mexican pizza at taco bell and Uh get ready to watch uh the mcpherson tape maybe two mexican pizzas and anything with potatoes because our potatoes are already gone (laughs) i'm not sure but uh you know, we make it Taco Bell tonight, being that I started talking about it. Um, but, yeah, as you know, uh, Taco Bell would never, ever be a sponsor for this uh, show. We approached them first, obviously.
1: They're uh, the best. Better than Arby's.
0: Yeah, Arby's was a good, good second choice. Uh but there's so many options at, at Taco Bell, but Taco Bell is very big with, you know, stuff, 35 millimeter, 70 millimeter. They don't care about stuff that's shot on tape. So. bro, um, could
1: you imagine some Taco Bell though with horsey sauce? Did we just <laughs> unlock something?
0: <laughs> so I, I, I would get, uh, I would get, you know, some Taco Bell and get ready to watch uh, some aliens attack family.
1: That's awesome. That's, that's amazing. Uh, I would recommend that as well. Mine's a little bit more time-consuming, Brad, uh, the snack. I've prepared today for uh, our audience, and, and you, sir, you get a slice, maybe the first. Uh, you know how this last summer um, in July, like the entire month of July, we just spent it looking at real objects that then get cut in half, and it's fucking cake. You know what I'm talking about?
0: Uh, yes, yes. I yeah, know. you're
1: like, oh, look at that sick P- oh, the PS5, that's so dope. And then, boom, they cut it in half and you're like, what raspberry filling, that is delicious. Well, I was thinking about the themes of the McPherson tape and how the, the film itself uh, confused a lot of UFO uh, uh, experts into thinking that it was actual... Uh, footage, and and we'll get to that of a alien invasion. So I was thinking, oh, wouldn't that be fun to make uh, to make a cake that's uh, disguised as? And here's where it gets time consuming. Okay, okay. So you want to make a cake that looks exactly like uh, an in-law or uh, a person you don't like that you have to interact with a lot at work. You want to make a, a head that looks just like theirs. Okay. But first, what you're going to have to do is lay some groundwork where you explain to your friends and family that you're going to start getting into baking. Because if all of a sudden you could bake this this head, then they'd be like, huh? what? Wait, what the fuck? This will come in handy later. So then what you do is you do a, like a life cast of the person. You're just going to have to talk them into it. I don't know, like chloroform or... <sighs> I'm, I didn't say Cosby, but you could go the Cosby route. Okay, you're gonna need a life cast of the person's head, uh, and that's gonna be our mold. Okay, whatever. They'll they'll write that off. You, you know, just tell them. First thing you need to do is community college uh, video class, and then what you do is you say, oh, you're gonna be an actor or a cast for the 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 the, 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 the this monster mask for for the video production class. Anyway, you got to come up with something because it's 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 vital to this. Then what you do is. You let other people, not the not the person you did the cast of, but you let other people know how much you hate this other person, this family member. And then you start, you, like you open up fake social media accounts as this person and you start harassing you, but it's like you harassing yourself. It's kind of like Freudian and deep when you think about it. But then, what it does is it provides you evidence, okay, that uh, that this person is instigating with you, and then you just you rally it up from there. I'm talking weeks or or even months if if you're really into this, because the the final payoff has to be when you come home to uh, to your uh, wife or your partner, and you bring them the head right of the person that uh, that. Uh, uh, you know, you said you hated and then they're going to freak the fuck out. And like, if they're smart, okay, they are, they're going to remember July and they're going to try to cut into that head to see if it's a cake. But look, chances are they're not that smart. So you're going to get picked up for, for manslaughter. You're going to get taken down to the station. You're going to get arraigned. Don't say anything yet. Wait until you see the look on the coroner's face when he cuts into that cake and they have to bust you the fuck out of jail. You go straight down to the morgue, man. Enjoy a piece. Anyway, I did that uh, today. Uh, I got released. Uh, I, had, I had my calendar clear. Um, and uh, here I am with my cake.
0: Wow, that's, uh, that's crazy. All right, so uh, moving on to uh, the movie here um when was your first time seeing the mcpherson tape or did you see uh the ufo alien abduction at lake county first
1: um i had heard about uh uh, the mcpherson tape Uh, I had never seen it until the recent AGFA release. I know I'm such a, I'm such a McPherson virgin, you know, but uh, Brad popped my chair with it. So that's fantastic. Um, And yeah, I'd only seen uh, clips of uh, the other two.
0: Yeah. I, um, my first time in, and I'm guessing that it was alien abduction at Lake County. So the remake of the McPherson tape. I'm sure that's what I saw, but I would have been 14, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense because at 14 um, <laughs> I, I wasn't uh, really afraid of stuff like this. So, so I, it's very unclear. And this is the reason reason why I, I'm not sure exactly what I saw. Uh, because if you don't know that uh, for our listeners alien abduction is pretty much almost a shot for shot remake of the mcpherson tape um so i remember uh being over my my parents were playing like cards with one of the neighbors and i went over there um with them and i would just watch tv in their back room and uh i was flipping through the channels and I witnessed this movie, whether it be the McPherson tape or Alien Abduction, and it didn't have any commercials in it. Um, so it would have had been, you know, Skinamax or HBO or something of that nature. Um, and what I was seeing on screen was actually legitimately terrifying me. Um, because in my mind, and this is the reason why I don't think it was alien abduction, um, because that would have been 98 as well, which would have been very late. Uh, this, I believe this would have been early 90s, um, that it really, really like made me genuinely, genuinely scared. Uh, I was afraid of what I was seeing. I thought I was actually witnessing a real alien abduction, a uh, true story. And um it, it really there's also another sequence, and people say it's from X Files that I remember seeing that really kind of scared me a lot. But this 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 in particular sequence uh really really uh affected me quite a bit. And go years and years later, uh In my 20s, I was talking to a couple friends and we were talking about making, you know, short films and and movies and everything. And I told them, I said, hey, I had this really crazy idea. Now, keep in mind, I was blocking this out this pretty much this entire time I, I was really afraid of the images that I saw. And so I somewhat blocked it and then forgot about it. And I was explaining to my friends, I said, hey, you know, we have this big field. What if we like get together, we get a home movie camera and we're at this party and we're recording and then we see like this flash and we go down to this like ravine area um, and then we, you know, see a a big light and aliens and then we get attacked through the night. And my buddy said, "Uh, yeah, that's the McPherson tape. Why would we copy that? And I was like, "What, the McPherson tape?" And he said, "Yeah." And I was like, "Oh, oh shit!" And I went ahead that night and I watched it, and I got chills all over again. I was like, "Holy shit, this is what I saw." And um, you know, I I can't really tell you whether what version it was, uh, but the thing that affected me the most, which I think is the best sequence in the film, is with the little boy in the room who's backing up and the aliens are inside of his bedroom when he's you know have to change because he pissed his pants or whatever um so that kind of scarred me that was that was the history of the mcpherson tape for me i saw it and then i forgot about it and then i saw it again and then i genuinely really loved it the only thing that's really scared me through my life are aliens like uh you know Thinking that there's something out there, sure. anything fire in the sky. That's oh, yeah. not, not you know, Independence Day aliens, but you know, slow, the Grays, Whitley Striber stuff. Um, those movies, those books, they they definitely uh, impacted me quite a bit. To the point where I really got into Aliens at one point, not like. I'm a conspiracy theorist or anything like that. I just think they exist and, you know, uh whether they look like the grays or not, I think the grays is one of the scariest interpretations of alien life forms if they did exist. Um, well, sure. I mean
1: as as human beings, I mean, uh you know, our our brains are trained to to recognize like things that are filled with information and when you see the greys right they're like completely devoid of any kind of uh, uh expression they're just a void themselves and I, I think that's what's so creepy about that image is just they're void of color they're void of like a form just outside of a general like humanoid shape you know their eyes are just deep and black and it just looks like you, you know that's why we're so scared of those serial killers with black eyes because you're like oh my god it just keeps going deeper and deeper and it's this is vast anyway about conspiracy theories brad i i wanted to ask you though how <coughs> for one i was going to ask you about if you had any conspiracy theories and then two it was going to be uh what are your thoughts around the black forest theory or the dark forest theory
0: um, so conspiracy theories, no, I'm not a, a conspiracy theorist, I guess you could say. Is that what they're called? Conspiracy theorists? Um, anyways, I, I don't really, uh, believe in that type of thing. I think a lot of things are, are made up. There are a couple things that I do believe, um, but I'm not really going around with an online forum or a group on facebook that believes it um and by dark forest black forest uh, you that's not the suicide forest thing right what, what do you what do no, you mean?
1: no so so there's this uh I, I was reading about it recently around research uh for the, for this movie but there's a, a theory going around with ufo conspiracy conspirists uh conspire the with the p there's a theory going around that uh, called the, the dark forest theory and the idea is that earth and our um, knowledge of what life is, is limited to, to this earth. Right. And then the universe, as far as man can, can reach it or uh, woe man, or um, as far as they could reach it. Right. Uh, Everything we know boom, there's even more, right? And we're in a dark, it's like we're in a dark forest. And when you're in a dark forest, you know, the last thing you want to do is start hooting and hollering, right? Because then the wolves will know where to come. You know, the vultures will know where to wait for for their next meal and shit. And the dark forest theory people, they believe that since we started broadcasting these signals to outer space like a hundred years ago, like in our time, going back to time just being a concept, Bradley, in our time, that, that could be like on the small end of like them receiving the signal, the hundred years, like they might just now be getting it. And if we're out here in the middle of a dark forest shouting, we better hope, and that's what these theorists say, we better hope that uh, they're not the aliens from Independence Day.
0: Oh, that would be terrible. But uh, yeah, no, I've actually never looked that up, but I find, I I do find conspiracy theories interesting. Um, You know, I I love to deep dive into kind of the weirdness of the things that people believe. Um, So I'm always open to listen. Uh, I necessarily uh, don't believe um, in any of that for the most part. So you don't
1: follow QAnon or Pizzagate?
0: Uh, I honestly, I didn't know what Pizzagate was until recently because I must have missed that. Um, And I just thought it was like a pizza thing. And then I read about it and I was like, oh, okay. Um, But no, no, I I don't really, I I, I do deep dives every once in a while on something. Uh, But aliens is something that I really have uh, read about quite a bit and have researched. And I do find a few things interesting, whether I believe them or not. I love a few, there's a a really good documentary called Mirage Men, um, about how uh, the government has tricked people into being even crazier that have witnessed uh, UFO activity. Um, They were like basically planted there to So so basically if you're, you know, um, in a somewhat, let's just say everybody says rednecks or hicks, for example, uh, that get abducted or see some aliens in their farm or, you know, some cow mutilation. You got a little Uh, twang there when you said abducted, you said abducted. You've heard that. That That was the point. That was the point. So, uh, you know, let's just say Billy Joe Smith, you know, says, Oh, Hey, I saw, you know, some, some lights in the sky and I called this radio station and I reported it and you know, three other friends saw it, that type of thing. Well, what would happen is that these the government was on the lookout for this activity. And if they heard about Billy Joe seeing something and it actually played out to the research that they put into it, they would go near Billy Joe Smith and fuck with him more so it would be not fuck with him more they would just fuck with him so they would you know with signals or lights in the sky they would get him so worked up that he would talk about it a lot developing developing him into a crazy person that we would just dismiss
1: right it's it's just another way too that the government suppresses uh people without wealth right uh, cuz i'm sure the government's also defunding their schools because they don't want them to get intelligent enough to realize that these aliens are real and that the government has suppressed that information uh, though, at least that's what i'm positing here so
0: <laughs> so but anyways you know th- there's a few documentaries about that and you know uh Travis Walton with his story uh, you know, reading about that with, which is obviously based on, you know, the fire in the sky deal. I I, I do enjoy that, that stuff. So uh, I've always really liked the McPherson tape and the alien abduction because it did feel real in the sense for the most part. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of funny because we're talking about this real life stuff and this is where uh, there's still a, a, a I I don't know if it's a big group or I just know it's a group of people that really do believe that McPherson tape is real footage that has uh, been exposed and then Hollywood has put a director's name on it and uh, has faked this quote unquote movie to pass it off so no one really takes it seriously. And this is a fact from Dina Alito, who is the director of the film, uh, who made the film at a very young age, who still gets letters, basically an uh, email stating that he's a fake, that he's this person that works in Hollywood, that was paid off to put his name on this real abduction. People really do believe this, which is the most, which is like one of the craziest things. And if you do look online, you know, if you type in real alien, alien abduction the McPherson tape, part of it pops up like the kitchen, kitchen sequence of aliens coming out, which is somewhat comical. Uh, Not scary at all, I do find the the remake a lot scarier. Um, But uh, the the group of people that believe these two films are real is insane. Even though a couple of the actors went on to do more things (laughs) and you could see them. And uh, I know in Alien Abduction, uh, County Lake, uh, what's her name, Uh, Emmanuel uh, Shakuri, I think it is. She played an entourage. You know, so uh, she was E's girlfriend. No,
1: Bradley, those are professional paid actors who are crisis actors, okay? We've, we've morphed, okay, from doing, you know, the silly stuff we used to do in the 80s and 90s around with, what, with movies and Bigfoot and whatnot. We've dispelled a lot of those myths. So now what the liberal media is trying to do is they're trying to infiltrate their ideas into the news, which is entertainment now. Right. So they pay, they pay people to say they were shot at, you know, at a school and there was no shooting at a school. This is just what we're seeing now. This is the, yes, that is what happened.
0: But, you know, being that, I know that you're joking around and being silly, but there's, there's a lot of like weird truth to kind of how these things, you know, play out and it, how, you know, a simple uh, clip can, you know, sure. amount to so many uh, theories and made up, made up bullshit. Yeah, you know
1: well,
0: that's or, why. That's why the good rule of thumb was always
1: the good rule of thumb was always don't make a, a Blair Witch style shot on video movie about pedophiles in the basement of a pizzeria, and then you know the text version of that happens on Tumblr or wherever, and look where it got us. So I can, I, I can I can see the danger of. Uh, telling people that aliens are real we look what happened with orson wells of course the government's gonna protect (laughs) us
0: yeah and in and funny that we're talking about (laughs) this in 2020 when we had that footage released and um, i'm trying to remember the name of the papers that the cia released Um, oh
1: yeah just as like uh
0: last year uh it was like maybe a couple years what was it? it it was basically they released all these documents um and it was a co- collective of many many things but there was stories about uh UFOs uh in there um right
1: but but if that happened during the Trump administration and it has uh it gets buried on like page 10 because of all right. the other crazy shit going on yeah but we, yeah like we we the new york times did that yeah the new york times did a big story in december uh around uh That the the fake impeachment, you know, and this fake impeachment or whatever was the top story. But I'm like, if you look at Page Seven, they're telling us that aliens exist.
0: Yeah, and and it's it's kind of funny. You know, it's not it doesn't scare me at all. I just find it all very fascinating because it's not like that stuff would be foreign to me. It's not like I have thought for years, oh, this is fake, and then all of a sudden like it just pops out and I'm like oh shit no it's like why wouldn't there be you know I, I mean that makes total sense as long as it's not a war destructive I think it's a really cool thing that happens um, you know they mind their business we mind ours but you know I wanted to go back to what you're saying we're going a little off topic on this no, is that
1: no we're not have you listened to this show
0: <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it's weird when you say that you know you could have piles and piles and piles of footage of something and immediately we have this group of people that dismiss it saying oh that's fake um you know or like oh yeah crisis actors but then you have something like a really like a a tragedy that happens where there wasn't any footage and then the whole thing is made up like where's the footage Right. Like where, where's, where's the pictures? Just, I mean, a, a, a good, a, a good, a good topic, uh, which is a, a, one of the most terrible, tra- most terrible tragedies that ever happened was the Sandy Hook massacre. Yeah. Like they're like, Oh, where's the pictures? Where's the, they're not going to fucking release that.
1: Right. Or <laughs> pulse, pulse down by you. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's like, you know, no, no, like who's, who's walking around with a camera <clears throat> recording that stuff sometimes it does happen but it doesn't make it true or you know false or whatever it may be like the footage is there and right like and people at
1: a club don't have their phones out like they're at the ariana grande concert you know in in france
0: well, there was there was footage of, of the pulse shooting, and you could hear the the gunfire in the background. Um, but it's 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 what I'm saying is that it's 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 weird that you have it, It's like picking. It's just picking and choosing, you know. Yeah. You, you have this footage of this real event. Oh, crisis actors. It didn't happen. You have this event where there's no footage. Oh. There's no proof, so let's move on. And then you have a movie where it's like, that's real footage. That really happened. And it's almost like the exact opposite every fucking time. And it blows my mind.
1: It's weird how people are starting to uh, bend over backwards to explain themselves out of how they – you know, should be perceiving something. Like like we tell people all the time, oh, if you see something, say something, okay? Like, let's say it's uh, uh, sexual assault or harassment. Then you say something, (laughs) right? And then, well, did uh, did you hear what came before? Did you hear what came after? And it's like, no, (laughs) like, do I have to hang out all day? Like I saw something and I'm saying something and then based on another person's uh, perception, we like suppress it, right? Or we amplify it. Like, like the pizza gate thing, like that dude, like really was getting worked up because it said pedophile, pedophile, pedophile. And that dude really thought he was going to be Superman and go in. The- he legit thought there were uh, kids getting molested there. So he went yeah. in there. If he's like, no one else is going to do it, you know, but again, he chose that that was true information. And this is your point, right? Brad is he chose to believe something that was false information was true so yeah making that connection to a movie is 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 much more harmless but uh but i mean facts speak for themselves so if there's mailing addresses and shit and a director's commentary maybe just you know pump the brakes
0: yeah and it's I, i i do find another thing interesting is how people do pick and choose what they believe is real what's not um you know, everything from the Twin Towers footage to being CGI to, uh, you know, the McPherson tape being real footage. Both are insane to me, in the complete opposite. I I don't know. It's just, I, I, fi- I find all of it very, very interesting as far as how... But that's how
1: people care. deal with tragedy and what they can't explain, right? Yeah. Like, something so insane happened to the world or happened to them, so... They come up with this equally insane explanation. And and, and
0: we're talking about a certain group of people here, um, you know, uh, that could be crazy for the most part Um, or wanting, like there's a lot of people that I believe that want to go against like the polar opposite to what's actually happening. Like, Um, yeah,
1: the, the contrarians.
0: Yeah. But it's to the point where it's extreme like to the point where people are, you know, dying. Right. Well, it's like
1: your Lindsey Graham's of the world, your Matt Gaetz's of the world. Yeah. (laughs) So, so
0: but that said, I mean, this is something that the director has faced uh, his entire life is, is uh, a group of people that, you know, called bullshit on him stating that, you know, and I've talked to Dean about this, um, you know, uh, for in length uh, multiple times, um, he's a very funny guy, and he, he enjoys making movies, and he loves movies, and he is still uh, very fascinated uh, from the amount of people that tell him that he's a liar, giving him death threats to tell him that he needs to tell the truth. You know, these yeah. people's lives are, you know, they're destroyed, or they're dead, right. or they're missing, and he's part of this big government cover-up. That got, he got paid off and it's like, man, that's crazy. Like that, that's, that's, th- but we're still dealing with it. The point of all bringing all of this up from Sandy Hook to the Twin Towers to all this footage that's in the news today. Um, how people react to tragedy and news is still kind of crazy. know but it's never changed it hasn't changed it's just everybody is able to talk about it more because of social media and having platforms to talk and say things uh before it was mainly just probably in their own homes or over you know aol dial up and they saw this footage you know on youtube but it wasn't you know what it is today and thinking oh shit this is real or they believed it you know the other the other thing is maybe the research and IMDb wasn't there to find out that the McPherson tape, this tape that was, you know, exists, was a fake thing. So why wouldn't you believe it? But there comes a time where it's like, oh, yeah. That well, was, look, that was I was on
1: crazy. IMDb Trivia last night for the, the Kazoo Kid. And, you know, it said that he had a relationship at the time with the spirit ghost in, in the video. And I know that that's not true. So even if it said it on IMDb, come on, it's still fake news.
0: So, yeah, it, it's, I, I find all of it interesting. And, um, you know, yeah, just do your own research and and read about kind of uh, what he faces. And, and it was funny because I wasn't actually at the screening uh, at Fantastic Fest for the McPherson tape just because I've seen it a few times and it was playing up against something else but um, so what they did is that uh, you know Dean got pulled to the stage um, you know to do the uh, Q&A and there was somebody in the I I believe it's probably on the disc I'm not 100% sure there's somebody in the audience that says bullshit this is real and, um, you know, when I heard about it, I was like, oh, shit, there was somebody there. But it actually turned out to be one of the actors that was just kind of a, a funny stunt that they were trying to do. But oh, the government flew him out to keep it going. Right. But that's the reason why Dean wanted to do that is because he is met with that still to this day. Um, and and even like it, it's funny being that we have all this stuff and we, we've grown as – somewhat grown as a society and and watching this clip you can easily watch (laughs) the mcpherson tape and laugh at some of the stuff that's going on uh i don't know why you would believe it's true to begin with sure but if you're
1: to your point if you're a kid uh you know in the late 80s early 90s stumbling around uhf and this comes on i mean you have a reason to be scared
0: yeah yeah it's it and it, but i think that's a i think it's cool to be scared and then learn about this stuff and i think it's fascinating but if you still believe it's real then there's something something that you probably need to change in your life uh, <laughs> but um on to the movie um you know uh to get away from all the conspiracy junk um th- the movie's very very interesting because dean made it as such uh a young age and being the cameraman um, in the film, kind of just recording this birthday party. Um, it's yeah, the birthday and basically the end of the night. And then of course, like I said, they, uh, from what my story was that I wanted to do, they, they hear the uh, noise in the back and they go and they see it's a UFO with you know the greys coming out and then they're attacked in the night. Um, and have to board up the windows and whatnot, and quote unquote survive this uh, alien attack. Uh, but it's very, very effective. It's it's very well done because we're giving this found footage aspect in you know 1989, which you know predates you know The Last Broadcast and predates Blair Witch. Uh, that you know this kid who was I think Dean was like maybe 15 or 16 at the time. Uh, You'd have to look that up. Don't quote
1: me on that. Well, I, I believe he'd be 16 because, um, you know, in the commentary he talks about his character because as the point of view of the audience, he, he wanted to make sure that he was bringing something behind the camera to give character to, to that point of view. And uh, he said he was a 16 year old cameraman who had just gotten, uh, you know, his VHS uh, camcorder for Christmas It was like a really big gift because I guess his parents had just uh, gotten divorced and, (laughs) uh, and Dean says that this movie, one of the the themes running throughout is uh, divorce and separation.
0: Yeah. 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 No, I, I remember uh, hearing him talk about that. It's, it's interesting because, you know, if you break it down, one of the very first found footage movies, an alien abduction movie, the content of the picture, him being so young, um, kind of really neat. <laughs> a lot of firsts uh, with sure. this, and um, well, and you, you mix
1: know. it with a uh, new medium with uh, you know full length movies shot on tape.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is yeah. one of the very first ones, uh, it, you know, everything from being shot on tape to being found footage, uh, you know, very, very interesting story of how this somewhat got buried for the most part and became, it wasn't even really a movie that if you, if you would kind of look back maybe 10 years ago to, to everything, 15 years ago, of this, this footage, it was, that's what it was. It was just footage it really wasn't quote unquote a movie. And now it is obviously it always was a movie, but you know, it's, it's funny that you make something. It's basically the, like one of the very first things that went viral, uh, for, for such a young kid, you know, uh, this footage being passed around, getting into a market where it was, uh, perceived as real footage and being kind of this um, urban legend, somewhat, right. you know, their well, even, video. Even the film we watched
1: though isn't the original version. Wasn't the master of the original like lost in a, a big warehouse fire?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. The original, the original footage is so it's basically just uh, passed down uh, copies. I I believe so so the so the master is actually gone gone. But yeah, it's uh when I guess he sold it and then the distribution company had the tape the master tape I think. Like the 1 inch and then that got destroyed and then um
1: right, but he had all his uh like original shit that he you know had filmed. He had those tapes. He didn't have just the final edited together one. So he had to reconstruct with all the uh, uh, tapes he, he had.
0: Yeah, well, that's, that, I mean, that's kind of a, even a cooler story of being able to keep this up um, and being able to, to kind of rescue your, your, own, your own movie. I, I think another interesting uh, portion of this and, and something maybe we haven't talked about is the lack of credits in the movie to where this was being passed off as something that was real. Um, yeah. I mean, we can't even go back to the Charlie Sheen uh, guinea pig uh, movies to where he thought, you know, because the original, uh, some of the distribution for that, if you want to call it that, uh, was blank videotapes, uh, what looked like blank videotapes with the footage on it. I don't know if Charlie Sheen got a hold of that uh, exact copy uh, or a dvd with just the footage with no credits uh you know that was being passed around as a real life snuff film faces of death was even another one where people were apparently getting killed uh in real life but you know obviously it's it's not it's a you know work of fiction um, in the age
1: of covid can you even think about exchanging anything with charlie sheen like i like <laughs> i heard you continue talking but my brain was trying to wrap my head around what must be on that tape when it's handed off because you know he's not getting it from you know john cryer or whoever he's getting it from his heidi fleiss peeps you know (laughs)
0: yeah you know and another thing i i to jump to jump back into kind of the making of this uh you know, we call this the McPherson tape, but the last name of the people that get abducted are not McPherson. <laughs> and, you know, I, I find that very, very funny Um it's it, but it's 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 known as the mcpherson tape but it's uh was it van van Hees is the name of the family van yeah. Hees something like that well it's made even funnier because
1: on the agfa release it it credits uh the family as being named mcpherson i actually back.
0: i actually said something about that uh <laughs> when, <laughs> when when the uh the qc was going through with uh with the back I said you know I said wait um just to say something like this is not it's actually not the McPherson family and but I guess Agfa was just wanted to keep it kind of uh keep that kind of mythical thing going I don't know what you would call it but they just wanted to kind of keep keep rolling with the, fact right. this is the the truth. This is what it's called. Um, but yeah, it's, says the family's now the McPherson's, but um,
1: yeah. I mean, it has a reversible cover that says alien abduction, you know? So, so, so.
0: but I I, 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 you're think- so,
1: why are you, no, hold on, Brad. Cause you're, you're not off the hook yet. Why are you so quick to correct Agfa's uh, cover you know in calling them out on it but when i you know point out a misprint to you on a vs title you just you're just like oh you fucking nerd you stupid nerd complaining i about everything nerd
0: i don't think i've ever done that okay well i'll find it so find it and send it to me because i definitely everybody <laughs> makes mistakes so yeah uh, that's so funny.
1: No, do you know what it is, though? Um, it, it, on the bottom of the um, uh, rad slipcase, or not slipcase, on the uh, insert, it says uh, directed by Hal Needham, but um, the word by is as big as Hal Needham, so it looks like his name is by Hal Needham.
0: You know, I think you did send that to me. I of course did. I did. I'm not going to fucking make it.
1: I've, I've never told a lie a on this show.
0: <laughs> I probably just I called know. a nerd. Or something you did like call that. me a nerd. You're like, yeah. or
1: dork or something like that.
0: <laughs> so, but um, yeah, no, it's, 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 a fun, it's a fun little movie. Uh, you know, it's something that is not like action packed where people are running through the house and the aliens are chasing them you know, you're not getting that, uh, that wonderful uh, McPherson tape inspired short from Jason. Oh, oh,
1: alien abduction uh, (laughs) slumber party. What was it? Yeah. 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 yeah,
0: Whatever, whatever the title was, which is probably. That film is
1: amazing. It's that one film of the is best, amazing.
0: It's one of the best things ever. And obviously it's inspired by, yeah. you know, uh, the these two films. But um, if well, that's what you I, want, I mean, watch that. This is yeah that's slower.
1: Yeah. So that's VHS 2, right? Because I think that was the last segment on yeah. the second one. Yeah, I think it's yeah,
0: yeah the second one. because Oh, it's amazing. It's like yeah.
1: if Amblin Entertainment did a shot on video movie. It's so good. But... And, I was, I was really nervous for that slot for VHS 2 because VHS 1 has, like, the perfect button with uh, 1031.96. But, um, yeah, I, I, I might like Alien Abduction Slumber Party better.
0: Yeah, yeah. If you're wanting something more action-packed with aliens attacking people, then that's probably your route. Uh, this one has uh, a lot of eating and talking um, and a card game that goes on for a very, very long time. Um,
1: it's like but E.T., it's, just like E.T.
0: It's made to feel more real because, you know, this kid just got his video camera and he's... And, Papa he's
1: ooh, and
0: it doesn't look the best as far as, like, quality because it's shot on video and it's, you know, probably second, third generations of tape. Uh, but, I mean, I think the creep factor can still stand if you're into this sort of thing. It's, it's very well done for the time that it was done in. As long as far as even having non-actors um, for the most part, and then also being directed by a kid, it's very well done. I, I do prefer the remake of of it because I think it's that one's definitely more well done. Uh, the acting is way better, um, and it seems very authentic. And the scares are better because you, I think, it's more visible. <laughs> you can see what's going on as well. Um, unfortunately i don't know if that's gonna ever get released because of what dean said about the rights but um you know it's something that you can find if you hey man spooky pieces
1: on blu-ray anything is possible
0: that is true that is true but from you know there are some films that are doomed that will never see another release uh and this could be one of them, who knows? Uh, there are things that do fall through the cracks and rights uh, do get lost in shuffles do you, and-
1: Do you think the movie, The Forgotten, will ever be forgotten?
0: Um, no, because it has that really good car wreck, right? That's the movie with the car accident. That's really well done.
1: All, all I really remember from the Forgotten, I didn't even mean to say what I know about Forgotten, but all I remember from it is when uh, Julianne Moore and is talking to like a, a detective, and then all of a sudden the aliens abduct the detective, and she just gets like, whoosh, like sucked into the sky. And I thought that was a cool image.
0: Yeah, I, I if we want to talk about some alien uh, abduction movies uh, to pair with this, I think that would be fun
1: yeah i would I would say so,
0: yeah or so anything I, to
1: pair with it, really
0: I mean, I think fire in the sky is definitely one of the the better Does one of us uh, have
1: to do a New Zealand accent though? No, okay
0: <laughs> so um i I think I think fire in the Sky is very good uh, one one movie that I really do like that I don't think it's very much play. Um, is dark skies i think is a very very good alien abduction movie with uh carrie carrie russell that's one of my favorites and i think that yeah. movie gets forgotten about quite a bit yeah it must suck it to be creative. carrie
1: russell Cause Carrie Russell's like one of the most beautiful people on the planet. And then she cuts her hair for Felicity. And that's all anyone could talk about for like 15 years later until uh, JJ drags her back out again, you know, God bless Jage. But, um,
0: <laughs> Then he puts that uh, helmet on her and you can see is her eyes.
1: Yeah. What the fuck was that about? How do you get the mo- like one of the most gorgeous people ever? And then you put a helmet on him? Like where else have they done that? Uh,
0: Elijah Wood <laughs> and,
1: and... Or no, Michael Fassbender and Frank, right? Like, Michael Fassbender and you put a fucking Bob's Big Boy head on him? Like, that man looks like sex. Like, let me see the faz, you know? But, um... But, what would um, I pair with
0: it? I don't know. VHS2? Who knows? <laughs>
1: um, no. Maybe what I'd do is I'd chase the... uh all right, so this is a little bit of a different pairing because I don't, I don't necessarily want to watch like alien abduction stuff right after a, a very solid alien abduction film because then you're kind of trying to, you know, have a dick measuring contest between two similarly themed movies. But what I would like to do is do something documentary style, a little bit lighter, um, and around maybe the group of people that would believe UFO abduction's real um, I, I would recommend uh, following it up with Vernon, Florida, by uh, uh, Errol Morris. That's what I would do.
0: Oh, uh, um, the Dundee Project by uh, Oh uh, Mark Mark Mark. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he has he has that uh, yeah. documentary. Um,
1: you know when you try to like pee so people can't hear you because like maybe you're. You don't want people to know you're in the house, you know? And then do you do, you do that thing where you try to aim for the, the porcelain to, to mute it so the pee just quietly goes into the water? Because I feel as a, you know, having to urinate the way that, that I'm built, I feel like it's it, it really kind of telegraphs my location. I, I guess I'm thinking about the dark forest theory still. Or do you sit down?
0: So you can get
1: like even closer <laughs> to the porcelain.
0: So I, I think it's called, I think it's the Phoenix tapes 97. Cause there's Phoenix forgotten, which isn't a very good movie. Uh, but there's called the Phoenix tapes 97. And it's a uh, kind of a mockumentary about this uh, footage that is recovered um, during this, I get I think they're doing the documentary then they uncover the footage of a missing person's case Um uh from from this person this group of uh, backpackers that were abducted um i think that's really really well done I, I i really like small town uh abduction stuff rather than you know i i still like independence day and battle los angeles i still think those are fun but i really do like the one-on-one uh alien invasion movies i think the first bit of signs is very well done um uh, the Whitley striker. Before it becomes
1: Night of the Living Dead
0: Well before it becomes like the overall Story I just think it's kind of uh You know silly I do like The alien stuff in the beginning um, Right what like is the way the, they build The
1: menace with that uh SOV Footage right isn't it like A videotape where you See the alien walking the graveyard? Yeah yeah and, like, and like yeah. yeah
0: there's like this uh Guy there's the, the alien on The you know shed that's Looking over mm-hmm. the house it's very very creepy is very well done aside from the overall story where i still like the movie but it doesn't feel like an alien movie after that um, do, do you want to hear my
1: signs joke really quick sure <laughs> why why does signs suck i don't know because the twist doesn't hold water
0: wow that's kind of funny but not um and then what else is there, like low low key alien abduction movies? What's the one with the based off the Whitley Strieber uh, book that uh, Communion? Yeah, Communion. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that's I think that's pretty well done too. Uh, but yeah, stuff like that I think is good pairing uh, with this. Um, you know, I I really like uh, those aspects, and then also documentaries like I said, Mirage Men. Is, uh, is a very good uh, documentary uh, going around kind of the history of what <laughs> apparently these government agents would do in order to try to cover up uh, UFO, uh, UFOs being talked about or aliens or, or whatever it may be. At the core, there is something that they want to keep people away from, a real truth. Back in the early 80s, it was my job to confuse the UFO community. It was very easy to convince Paul. Paul was a World War II veteran. He's very patriotic. He always flew his flag. Those type of people you can convince that, listen, you can't tell anybody else about this because this you know, could get in the wrong hands. Would we use perception to help shroud what we're trying to protect absolutely if you've got an aerial platform that is highly advanced and the public who happens to get a glimpse of the thing if they're convinced that it's from venus and there's no way it could be our military well hey you know that's that's awesome hell yes it's been a cover story in the u.s for a long time tell the media tell anybody who will listen that they're using ufos to cover up advanced technology when The truth is exactly the opposite of the words. We're really a
1: byproduct of extraterrestrial intervention. What if we're their farm animals?
0: What if they eat us psychically? I don't know. There's a lot of possibilities here that are not good. Doty had this wonderful way to sell it. I'm with the government. You cooperate with us. And I'm going to tell you what the government really knows about UFOs. Deep down in those vaults, I'm going to tell you all kinds of lies. Whatever is going on, it's happening at a government level. Everything that I do is being watched. And I have to assume that I'm being bugged. Let's take one step at a time. You're looking at Richard Doughy, the professional disinformer, trained to lie. Um, it's, it's a neat, I think the history behind it and the making of it and what it developed into is far more intriguing than the movie itself, but uh, still a very enjoyable uh, chunk of cinema history. For sure. That's, uh, SOV history. There we go. <laughs> Sov history um yeah i
1: i guess uh one of my closing thoughts is just around uh what you were just talking about with um like barrage men and stuff like uh the the tales of the government coming in to shut down these stories and i was i was thinking about a documentary that lance Mungia made last year called third eye spies about um government project that started in the 60s and went through the the 90s basically i think it ended in like 2001 or so yes it ended in 2001 because yeah the the interest with the cia shifted to counterterrorism but anyway there was this super top secret government program uh that dealt with uh telekinesis and the documentary like interviews a, a lot of the people that worked with the government, even former uh, officials and whatnot. And they tell you in the documentary, like shit they would have to do to, it, to people, to, to get them to not be believed or to, to stay quiet. Like, yeah, it was pretty, uh pretty out there, you know, to, mm-hmm. to have that corroborated. So I, I don't know, man. I'm kind of I'm kind of drinking the Kool Aid here. And uh, final answer is I am Team. This is uh, real footage.
0: <laughs> that this is real footage. Mm-hmm. You know what? You're right. This this we're actually getting paid by the government to create this show. To talk by about. Marvel. By Marvel yeah.
1: and the government.
0: Yeah, I wonder if AGFA, the- I should ask if Agfa had any like emails about oh those yeah real I, that's interesting yeah. I, I get I'll, I'll have to check to see if they had any messages or anything because there's still a group of people that believe that shit so
1: so rad well brad um i think that brings us to the end of our conversation this week um but i, I want to talk about next week now at the end of last week's episode um we are said that we were going to watch this and then we did. Okay. So, I guess we should tell people what they're going to watch next week. So, do you want to do that?
0: Yeah, I guess there's a little I feel fun, like fun stuff. You know, being on a it. show with you Brett,
1: I feel like I'm talking a lot and you're you're historically quiet. So, pull your weight. Go.
0: What? <laughs> All right. Um, so we're doing a garden tool masker. Next, which is a somewhat lost uh, shot-on-video film made in Ohio, I believe. Mm. Um, made in the 90s, uh, didn't, very get, didn't get really distribution at the time. Uh, SRS Cinema, Ron Bonk, has uh, acquired the rights to the film and uh, re-released it on Blu-ray with a limited edition. Uh, the Garden Tool Massacre is also uh, the uh, fictitious film in The Blob. Um, so, uh, I remember when I tweeted about it, uh, people thought it was that, like, it was like a joke, you know, kind of like how it was like cavity colors or fright rags made that Zeke the plumber, uh, t-shirt, you know, this, uh, this fake movie, or that was like in salute your shorts, I think, um, you know, but no, this is a, this is a real movie and it was funny. That,
1: that's by the writer of, uh, cutting class.
0: <laughs> really?
1: Yeah, the guy who wrote the Zeke the Plumber episode wrote Cutting Class, bro.
0: I had no idea. That's pretty cool, though. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was it was really funny because I was excited about it and I tweeted about it, and my my tweet kind of blew up, and it was really funny being it's a shot on video movie, um, but the kind of the same thing happened with Frankie and his pals, uh, and then I, I got a message from Ron Bonk saying hey uh that tweet you did like really really helped out and he had to print up like another hundred or something because he was getting so many requests and orders so yeah we're gonna um i haven't watched it in a very long time so i have to rewatch it um and we can talk about it then awesome well it was a pleasure being on the show with you mike and i love you dearly i love you you know i'm just like kidding sometimes oh yeah absolutely
1: okay um you didn't tell anybody about the I'm pointing I'm pointing to my cheek. You didn't tell anybody about the I, I don't know what that's
0: supposed to be.
1: Okay. okay, good. You're doing good, Brett You just that's what you keep saying, okay?
0: Okay. People of planet Earth who will save you now. You've had your fun, but the clock is wine. Down. Yeah, even though you are sexy and wear fancy clothes, we've infiltrated your stupid government. How? How could this happen? You ask. It was how you say. Not very hard, actually. <laughs> Just like the wild